Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. Hey, 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 Spooky Crew. This is Alex, and we are live for the Spooky Stuff Radio. Um, I hope everyone had a good week, good couple weeks. Um, I'm going to be completely transparent and and do a confession. Last week, I fell asleep and totally missed the show. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, You know, when you're recovering from surgery, it can be a little little crazy because sometimes you feel super like on and you're ready to go. And then other times you just, you, you go to sleep at, you go to sleep at 8 PM and then you don't wake up till 6 AM the next day. So anyways, but we are back with a new topic for the Spooky Stuff radio show. Uh, let's see, to talk a little bit about what's been going on with me, um, wedding season, um, wedding planning has finally hit me hard. Um, I don't know if it was, just realizing that the wedding is less than 100 days away officially, or if it was just the fact that it's three months away. Um, (laughs) It's a a little crazy right now. It's a little crazy. Uh, So I decided that, you know, hey, let's just go ahead and start wedding planning. So wedding planning hit me hard and, you know, getting married in October um, pleasantly surprised that Home Goods has a lot of amazing, amazing spooky wedding stuff. Like I picked up this um, snow globe of a bride, skeleton bride and groom, and I can't tell you how excited I am to have it. Um, like seriously, so excited. Um, I'll, I'll post pictures of it on my Twitter and my Instagram um, so y'all can see it. Um, yeah. So also this past weekend. I celebrated the Obon Festival um, with my fiance. We went to the local Buddhist temple uh, in Virginia, and we celebrated Obon. And I think might have been my fiance's first Obon Festival. Um, Obon is also known as Bon, um, and it is a time of year usually celebrated in August in Japan, but it's a time of year where it's believed that our um, our ancestors, our past uh, relatives cross the veil, the threshold, and they come and visit us. So it's a time in Japan where people will normally take um, time off of work. They'll take their vacations about this time. They'll go visit their their family. Um, they'll clean up. They'll clean up the graves of their families. Um, they'll make food offerings. And then they have this big uh, festival, which is um, the Obon Festival. Um, there's dancing. There's food. There's entertainment and it's just this really positive um time of year you know where you're conversing with family um spending time with family and remembering your ancestors it's really a beautiful time of year and um i remember when i was oh my gosh i had to have been like five or six um my grandfather would take me uh we would go to hawaii every year um it would be a family reunion and um 
yeah, we would go and I would, I remembered like this little perch or stage in the middle of this like circle and people would dance in a circle and um, we would light paint. Oh, this is the big, big thing. You, um, you write your um, deceased name um, on paper lanterns and then you let them loose, not environmentally friendly, um, but it was, it's, it's truly nice. Um, the Old Bowling Festival that I went to this past Saturday, it was raining. Usually they do candles, um, but they did battery-powered candles with names on the jars. Um, but the lanterns or the candles are supposed to help guide um, the spirits into, uh, you know, to the right place. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it was definitely a beautiful um, celebration. I will say I did get a little sad towards the end because I realized how much I missed my grandparents and my mom. Because when you're planning a wedding and there's a lot of stuff integrating family members, it just kind of reminds you like, ah, there's a void there. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, with my, you know, wild and crazy weekend going to the Old Bone Festival. Um, I have had people, you know, say, is Old Bone similar to Dia de los Muertos or Dia um, uh, Dios los Muertos, um, you know, the, the Mexican holiday for uh, Day of the Dead? And, um, you know, a little bit. It's not, I mean, uh, Dia de los Muertos is celebrated in October, whereas Obon is in um, August. But it's not uncommon for Obon to happen in July. It depends on which calendar you're working off of. Um, yeah, so I've always found it really fascinating that, you know, all these cultures have some sort of holiday commemorating their ancestors and their loved ones crossing the threshold and coming to visit. Um, yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um so let's get to the topic of today's um, let's get to the topic of today's show. Um, yeah, so today's show is all about conjuring Kesha. I I <laughs> uh, so where do I begin with this? Um, so I think most of us know about Kesha's uh, intimate relations with a ghost that she reported having. Um, Gosh, that had to have been, gosh, how long ago was that? It was a bit ago. Um, this was like years and years ago that, you know, this was a thing. And um, so, and of course, we know that Kesha has been dealing, you know, she's dealt with quite a bit. Um, she's dealt with quite a bit of turmoil with uh, her music and trauma from a, from assault. And so, I mean, she's she's been having a rough time. So, um, but when I found out she was doing a TV show, I was intrigued. Um, I was intrigued because, you know, because we know Demi Lovato, they've also been um, diving into the world of paranormal TV. Um, it's interesting, you know, when, and, I, and I've talked about this before on the show, it's interesting when um, celebrities come forward with their own paranormal experiences and their own, um, and, uh, and their own, uh, programming um it's almost i i don't want to say that because i don't i don't want to gatekeep the paranormal and say like the paranormal is not for everybody because it absolutely is well everybody except for misogynists and bigots um paranormal is not for you um 
But, you know, if someone who's famous has had a paranormal experience and they want to explore that more through a TV show, you know, like Jack Osborne, um, you know, that's awesome. You know, I think we need more visibility in the paranormal. And I think, you know, having more celebrities come forward with their paranormal experiences, I think that's an integral part of having widespread social acceptance of the paranormal. Um, However, (laughs) I think... Also, there was, and so this is, this is basically, I, I don't want to spoil too much of the show, especially if you haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to say that I think there were several missed opportunities with this TV show, um, Conjuring Kesha. Um, it was very much a, it almost felt like Ghost Adventures 2.0, and I feel like there was a missed opportunity here, especially with Kesha's previous experiences with the paranormal, um, her curiosity in it and what she wants to do with it. I feel like more could be, could, could have happened. Um, now, however, I've only seen the first two episodes cause that's all that's been released. There are going to be more episodes coming out on a weekly basis. So, you know, um, first couple episodes, uh, the show's going to be finding its feet. Now, I will say that the show does have a lot of heart. Um, there's a lot of heart with the show. Kesha, there's no doubt that Kesha is passionate about about this. You know what I mean? There's there's no doubt about that at all. She's definitely passionate. She wants to do more with it. Um, but like I said, I feel like there was an opportunity missed here, um, especially with one of the first, the, the literally the first episode. Uh, she's at Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary, and uh, lo and behold, they run into a demon. <laughs> lo and behold, there's a demon, um, or what they think is a demon. And if you're familiar with Brushy Mountain, um, you know, any prison is going to have a certain level of trauma and negative feelings associated with it. Now, are those negative feelings always associated with a demon? Absolutely not. That's definitely not a, that's not a thing. Um, Demonic activity is exceptionally rare just in general, but it seems like TV shows find demons on a regular basis, which, eh, you know, it's one of those, um, one of, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to deal with that. Um, (laughs) You know, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's it's crazy, uh, and I feel like t- you know the demon the demon thing was way way more interesting in the early two thousands when the demonic activity was rare. Um, these days, it's not quite as rare uh, on TV. It's like every other episode, depending on the sh- TV show you're watching. Um, and I think because of that, the whole demon thing, the demonic trope, has become overused and it's just it's just not exciting anymore like it's becoming a thing especially when I watch ghost adventures I'm just waiting for the for the demon to come out because I I know the demon's there and it's like when's it coming um and uh, and honestly I feel like most of the of the activity that we that you know that the, the people on the tv shows experience is not demonic but it's just like if it is a ghost, I feel like it's just regular, normal human spirits doing their thing, and they're getting mislabeled as a as a demon. 
So those are just my thoughts on that. Um, but I'm going to keep watching Conjuring Kesha because I want to sell. I want to continue to support you know women being at the forefront of a TV show. Um, Kesha stars in this show with her friend Whitney Cummings. Um, so. I definitely want to continue to support the show because we got to, we got to support females in the paranormal. Um, especially right now, uh, we have to keep, we have to support women in the paranormal because this, this is our opportunity to have a little bit more diversity in the field. And I think the more we support these shows and show the networks like, Hey, we want to see more female driven content. I'm hoping they'll listen and let us do it. It'd be nice. Be nice if that happened. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's, that's that's kind of my two cents on Conjuring Kesha. Um, I would love to hear what you think about Conjuring Kesha. Um, I'd lo- I'd love to hear what you think about it because I'm honestly curious of how I I did put a few feelers out on like my social media channels of like, hey, what are people thinking with Conjuring Kesha? And I think we're all kind of coming to the same disappointment. <laughs> um, and I don't know if maybe my expectations were too high or I don't know. Um, so TV shows are really becoming this cookie cutter format of, um, of, of content building. So I don't know. I don't know. I love I would love to hear what you all think about it. Um, yeah. And it was so funny. Cause when I was, you know, as I said, I put, I put this feeler out to my social media channels and a lot of people kept blaming Demi Lovato. And I'm like, um, I don't know if we should be blaming Demi Lovato for this. I think maybe we need to blame the producers that are associated with the show who are pushing the demon narrative. Um, cause you know, demons get views and even on TikTok, like demons get views. That's like the one way you can, basically guarantee some sort of success on any sort of social media platform is, you know, it's make claims that the activity that's happening is demonic. Um, It's not very creative. Um, As you all know, it's not very creative, Um, but it is definitely, it's definitely a thing that we have to, we have to consider. Um, Like this could have been way out of Kesha's hands. Um, Yeah. So I don't know where the burden of responsibility lies with, you know, this new pro new type of paranormal programming, whether it's on Kesha or the producers. Um, but I would say, despite my feelings about it, you should watch it. Um, not just, you know, for the sake of supporting women in the paranormal, but you know, it's a different, it's a different show. Um, and who knows, maybe something surprising will come, will come of it. So yeah. Um, anyway, so speaking of Demi Lovato, I want to talk about their experience. So, and Demi Lovato got a lot of crap for this, but I remembered in Demi's, um, I think it was a show that Demi was, was creating. I think it was a show, um, or it was a T it might've been a TV special, man. There's so much content out there these days that it's hard to really, um, it's hard to like figure out exactly what's what, um, yeah. So there was a thing where one Demi was singing to, I guess in one episode or one part of the special was Demi was singing to aliens and then Demi was singing to spirits um, to help them cross over, to help them navigate around their trauma, which I'm going to be honest. That's actually quite, it's actually quite nice. Um, It's actually quite nice. Um, I feel like lately, and I'm eventually I'm going to be writing a blog and doing a video about this, maybe on TikTok, but, you know, I feel like 
the the basis of ghost hunting is has very much become a I don't know like trauma dumping um, or trauma porn I guess might be the word for it um, yeah I think it's definitely become something that you know we depend on trauma. Um, they depend on trauma to really, uh, to get responses out of people. And, um, yeah, it's been, um, it's been pretty, it's been pretty crazy. So, uh, so the fact that Demi Lovato took a more compassionate route with their investigation style or communication style by singing to the entities, I mean, I don't know, I find that quite beautiful. So, but I know that, Demi got a lot of flack for it too, um, which is, which is sad and unfortunate. Like you, you don't, you don't like, we don't like to hear about that, but you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, people will say and do things and yeah. Anyway, uh, cool. So yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of other things that are happening in the paranormal. I'm checking my uh, Google news alerts because <laughs> You know, that's that's what I that's that's where I get my news these days. Um Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening in the in the paranormal world these days. Um I'm just trying to uh look try to see what we got here going on. But um yeah, oh I forgot to mention this. So Kesha was on T V recently and she was talking about how she you know, the demon thing at Brushy Mountain. Um, this, I will say this one thing kind of bugged me. So I guess Whitney Cummings thought that she was communicating with a trans ghost. And the demonologist that they had on site was very much like, oh, that's not a trans ghost, that's a demon. And I was like, huh, wait a minute, that's off? I don't know what this what this is. Um so I found that to be a little bit of a problematic trope there happening, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. So that's, and yeah, y'all, I think that's really all I got for this evening. Um, you know, usually the show's 30 minutes. Sometimes we go for 15 minutes, sometimes we go for 20 minutes. And I think maybe today is one of those days where it's going to be 20 minutes, um, you know, just covering spooky stuff and, yeah. Um, let's see. Let me know, y'all, if you have any like investigations coming up or um, books, TV shows, programming coming up. I'd love to talk about it more and feature it on the Spooky Stuff Radio. Um, and also, I'm, I'm I'm debating having guests on the show, not necessarily as an interview, but more of like a co-host type of thing, guest co-host, where we can banter about like paranormal celebrities and um, banter about spooky stuff happening in mainstream media right now. Um, especially on TikTok. Whew, I have so many opinions on haunted TikTok. <laughs> oh man, it makes me some enemies though. Um, disagreeing or debunking anybody on haunted TikTok, man. That's like, I gotta be ready. Like it could open me up to getting harassed. <laughs> um, which is crazy. It's crazy how that happens. Um, yeah, I have to say y'all, Maybe I'll maybe I'll banter about this for for my last like eight or so minutes. Um, and actually, while we're while I'm doing that, I gotta say this first. 
The views expressed here within the programs and chats do not necessarily represent the views of LiveParanormal.com. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I gotta put that in there. So I'm just gonna say, haunted TikTok is out of control. So I feel like there's this new trend of like family creators, especially creators with like toddlers and babies, who are realizing that you know, making a door open by itself um, is like bank. It's like money in the bank for uh, getting views and going viral. And I have to say, y'all, it is driving me crazy. Like, cook, 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 crazy. Um, I've seen so many videos that can be easily explained with fishing line or just blatant CGI or fraud or even just accidental assumptions like you know something weird happens the person can't quite explain it so they immediately jump to paranormal and it's it's just kind of crazy and I think what's the worst part of it is there are other like haunted TikTok creators like paranormal investigators who say they're skeptical believers but then I feel like they just use it as a buzzword because it's trendy right now I'm not going to say it's because I'm the one who made it trendy um but you know like there was one paranormal tiktok creator who's like i'm a skeptical believer and ghosts are real and y'all i just want to say skeptical believers will never say that like we will never say that we will never make that declaration that like at least a blanket statement like ghosts are real um you know part of being a skeptical believer is dealing with crippling self-doubt on a regular basis um because we experience something and then we're questioning it. We're questioning it like, did that really happen? Did I just have a stroke? Um, skeptical believers will never just downright say that ghosts are real. Um, we will say something to the effect of, you know, I had this experience that I can't explain, and it indicates to me that ghosts could be real. Um, but we will never just go out. Okay, let's see if that helps. Let's see if you all can hear me now. We're going to find out hopefully in a few seconds. Um, I don't know what's going on. Okay, there we go. And I'm back. That was the craziest thing. I don't know why that happened. So I guess I don't know how when I cut out, but if you were still hanging out and hanging in there, um, thanks for hanging out there. And um, I guess it's time to end the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, I'm glad I was able to chime in for goodbyes. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful night. Uh, Live Paranormal Radio is coming up next, so be sure to check out Rob and Nikki, and I will see you all next week. Keep your eyes and your mind open, and stay spooky. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.